Hello and welcome to Misinformation, a trivia podcast for anyone who loves cool trivia and sticking it to annoying teams at Pub Quiz. We're your hosts. I'm Lauren. And I'm Julia. Hey, Jewel. Hey, Lauren. Smash that like button. Subscribe. <laughs> what? Like, <laughs> hit that Hit that button, Hit the Lauren. bell. Oh, the bell, the bell. Get the bell, hit the bell, and you get notifications. Ba-bing. And, you know, you know, pa-ding, and then that's what you can do to get to keep up with us. Hey, guys. Smash this is that my button. unboxing video. <laughs> you can tell we don't know what we're talking about. But no, absolutely not. We're very excited today for our guest yes. who does know what he's talking about. This is Ben Kirk. He is joining us all the way from snowy Ithaca, New York. <laughs> Beautiful, gorgeous, if, if you might, if I may say, Ithaca, New York. You, you Hello, may ben. say. You may say. Hello. Hello. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm excited to join you here. Oh, my gosh. We're so excited to have you. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So my name is Ben Kirk. I'm a math teacher at Ithaca mm-hmm. High School. Uh, I've been here in Ithaca um, all through my college years, went to Cornell and nice. basically rolled it? down the hill. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, rolled down the hill, stuck there, and I've been here ever since. And so I'm at this point, I've lived here longer than I lived where I grew up, so I'm officially, I guess, an Ithacan. Um, nice. Yeah, officially a townie. <laughs> wow. Congratulations. Uh, do you, you own any incense or some hacky sacks uh, or no. a copious amount of tie-dye? <laughs> no, no, but I do have a basic Ithaca tabby, so mm, uh, okay. that's, that's, yeah. You're halfway there. That's what I yeah, hear. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't live in New York, upstate New York, Ithaca is right. known for being like a huge hippie town. <laughs> Um, Twelve as well. Was it ten square miles surrounded by reality? I think is yeah. the, the the bumper sticker. Yeah, exactly. It's just like a bunch of rusted root fans um, who don't wear deodorant. So not that no, I mean, present company excluded, of course. Of course. Of course. Um, but Ben, what are you going to be telling us about today? Well, I am here to talk to you about the internet phenomenon that is YouTube. Oh, this is so exciting. This is exciting because I I use YouTube for makeup tutorials and uh, and what else do I watch? Basically makeup tutorials and the occasional pimple popper video. I'm not afraid to say it. (laughs) (laughs) And this kind of stuff comes up in trivia like and I feel like my knowledge um, has stopped after like a certain um, Korean dance um, <laughs> dance song. So I'm going to need some uh, some real help in that arena. <laughs> Absolutely. Agreed. I think, uh, I think I should be able to cover things pretty thoroughly for y'all. Fantastic. We're so excited. So take it away, Ben. All right. Uh, so before I start, uh, this history of YouTube, as I said, will primarily be told through the stories of the 17 videos that have ever held the distinction of most viewed video on mm. YouTube. And the data that I'm using for uh, to determine what the most viewed videos have been was compiled by a Wikipedia contributor by the name of Matt Stan 10. So I don't know him. Uh, but thank you to Matt Stan 10 for uh, this information. And before I start, what is a view on YouTube? Mm. Um, 
What counts as a view officially is a little ambiguous, but the best answer that I could find is that is one where the user intentionally initiates the watching of a video, so no automatic spamming or automatic mm. refreshing, and a user watches the video for at least 30 seconds. Although I have heard suggestions that it's closer to 10, I don't really know uh, mm. for sure, but that seems to be that seems to be the case. And views are uh, checked to determine if they are authentic. Uh, once a video surpasses 300 views, it's kind of an interesting cutoff there. <laughs> and for a time, uh, the view counter would actually freeze. Like once you got a video got 300 and 300 views, it would freeze at 301 for several hours while that process would uh, continue. This was eventually fixed in 2015, but uh, there's a, a YouTube channel called Number File, which does math and number analysis videos. They talked about it, and as an Easter egg, that one video is forever frozen at 301 oh, views. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's interesting. Cool. So, um, YouTube itself, the founders, three gentlemen, uh, founded in 2005 by Steve Chen, Chad Hurley, and Jawad Karim. Uh, all three of them were former PayPal employees. Uh, yeah. Chen and Karim studied computer science together at the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign, and Hurley studied design at Indiana University of Pennsylvania. All mm. right. The name Chad Hurley, to me, made him sound like a surfer, but then you said he went to IUP, and this all tracks. I mean, if you look at pictures of him, he definitely fits the image of kind of that surfer guy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, the exact details of the inspiration for the founding of YouTube are a little unclear. Some stories describe Hurley and Chen trying to share videos from a dinner party, uh, but Joe Wood claims that this actually never happened, this dinner party in question never happened. And in a really interesting kind of uh, talk that uh, Jawad Kareem did, he talked about specifically three moments in 2004 that led to their inspiration. Uh, the first one was in February, the Super Bowl 38 halftime show with the infamous wardrobe malfunction with oh, right. Justin Timberlake and uh, Janet Jackson. Then in October of 2004, Jon Stewart appeared on CNN's Crossfire and just yes. excoriated mm -hmm. um, the hosts for, for what they were doing. Chris Tucker, of course, was one of them. Uh, this was later described in Wired magazine as uh, three times as many people saw Stewart's appearance online as did on CNN itself. Wow. And then in December of 2004, the Indian Ocean tsunami uh, occurred. Um, oh, right. And the majority of recordings of the incident were our cell phone cameras, and there really wasn't a convenient way to share that content. Mm. So the three of these guys kind of realized that there was a need. There, there was a need for a convenient way to be able to share videos online. Flickr already existed for <laughs> sharing pictures. So it's mm -hmm. basically Flickr, but for videos. That was kind of the original pitch. All right. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, YouTube.com was officially registered as a domain name on February 14th, 2005. Oh, uh, how romantic. Valentine's Day. I know, right? <laughs> how romantic indeed. Um, immediate side note. So YouTube, of course, Y-O-U-T-U-B-E.com, mm -hmm. was not the only YouTube.com on the internet. Uh, uh -huh. There was a U-T-U-B-E 
youtube.com uh, registered by Universal Tube and Rollform Equipment uh, back all the way back in 1996. They were just a mm. kind of an industry manufacturer. Um, they filed a lawsuit against YouTube in 2006 after uh, Google's acquisition of uh-huh. YouTube. Mm-hmm. Eventually, they settled in 2007. But interesting side note that they got their servers were crashing because people were looking for <laughs> yeah, YouTube with a Y, but finding YouTube with a U and being like, what is this? There's no videos here. <laughs> maybe, I don't, I don't maybe understand. Maybe their business did go up, though. You know, I would argue that maybe some people were like, actually, I am in the... I am in the... I've been looking for a tube. I, yeah. Actually, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, my now gosh. That you, I could use a couple of these form guys. Equipment. Yeah, I, I do have a burning need for, for tubes and roll form equipment. Absolutely. <laughs> um. So May 2005, uh, there was a, officially the public beta. Uh, sign on. Signing on was slow. And actually, the three guys uh, put it a post up on Los Angeles Craigslist. Uh, offering money to people, specifically women, specifically attractive women, who might be willing to record videos and upload them uh, to the page as a way of drawing additional traffic. Mm. In June 2005, they did a big revamp, um, which, among other things, created an external player, which would allow anyone to put a video hosted on YouTube on their own website. And this, in particular, helped YouTube to explode in popularity on MySpace. Sure, yeah. Oh, MySpace. So, Mm. yes. Um, (laughs) Just... Get letting letting everything wash over me. Let those memories, yeah, <laughs> the real, those... like the real ambiance of, of yes. the year two thousand five, two thousand six. Just mm, those glittery gifts and like, mm-hmm. oh, I love it. So officially, uh, the at the time, what we could say is, if we are making our list of the most viewed videos, well, we would have to start with the first video, mm-hmm. the single first video uploaded to YouTube. And so, I will show that to you now. Yeah. Alright, so here we are, one of the uh, elephants. And the cool thing about these guys is that, is that they have really, really, really long um, fronts. And that's, that's cool. And that's pretty much all there is to say. And that's it. That is the first video. Uh... That was a recording. That was a recording of Jawad Kareem standing in front of the elephant enclosure at the San Diego Zoo. Uh, Kareem was a programmer and helped with the initial design of YouTube, but mostly served as an advisor in order to go to graduate school to Stanford. Uh, so he was not really, did not consider himself an employee of YouTube. He helped to create it, but didn't have a huge impact beyond that. So that was not um, his like audition clip for hosting a show on Animal Planet, right? <laughs> no, no, it was cool not. The cool thing about elephants is that the, <laughs> they got really long trunks. They got really long trunks. They got really, they got really long trunks. Yep. <laughs> I um, love, I think the thing I love the most about that is how banal it is. I mean, yes. clearly, it, you know, they uploaded it just as like a test. It wasn't like, you know, this is going to be the first YouTube video. There was no like forethought about it being like historic or anything like that. So it was just Absolutely. like, I don't know. What about that video of you at the zoo? <laughs> like, like <laughs> What is interesting is that uh, the video is still uh, still up, of course, and mm-hmm. uh, Jawad's 
account is still active, and he will actually occasionally update the description, the video description, to kind of comment on uh, the progression of YouTube as a company. Oh, uh, wow. Often to criticize some of the decisions that they make. Um, I will come back to that in a little bit. Uh, now, that being the first video, and in the early days, other videos started to gain some popularity. Uh, the next video on the list, uh, of the, the official list, if you will, uh, is this one. So Lauren's face is, uh, pretty, pretty impressive at this one. So, uh, the video in question is called IO Brush. Um, it is a, demonstration of a digital paintbrush the the video uh that shows the brush being placed against various surfaces and colors uh kind of picking up the color and then being able to be brushed onto a digital cam uh, digital canvas um and especially it could also capture short little bits of video and so there's a little snail that's been put together but with like actual blinking eyes that's been recorded off of somebody's face I have uh, never seen that before. Yes. Neither so, have I. And honestly, it's probably not the case that that was the only video uh, that took the top spot. There were a lot of videos in the very early days that were all being uploaded, that were being posted. When the, the data collection that I'm referring to started in October, and at that time, this was uh, October of 2005, I should say, at the time that was the video that was being uploaded. Uh, that had the top spot. The hottest vid. <laughs> the hottest vid, yes. Uh, but truly, perhaps more the hottest vid, the the hotterest vid, we'll say, uh, is this next one. So I'll just move right along to this one uh, and play this. So, this is a video called, uh, this is a video called Ronaldinho Touch of Gold, and it is actually an ad, uh, put together by Nike, uh, depicting the Brazilian soccer star Ronaldo de Assis Moreira, better known as Ronaldinho, uh, shortly after he received the Ballon d'Or in 2005. Uh, the video depicts him receiving a new pair of Nike sneakers uh, and then kind of booting a ball around, including kicking it halfway, not halfway, but kicking against a goalpost and catching it again. Um, Nike claims it was real, but honestly, it, it kind of obviously isn't real. Uh, <laughs> but it, this was the video that was the first to reach one million views in November oh, of wow. 2005. Yeah. Yes, uh, it was in November 2005, it was the first to reach 1 million views. Uh, in December, it was the first to reach 2 million views. So in a lot of ways, this video was actually the first uh, breakout star, so to speak, mm -hmm. on the website. Wow. So we've gone from a, a magic brush to some magic shoes. Indeed. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. So we're still in 2005, November 2005, a $3.5 million investment from Sequoia Capital uh, helped YouTube to officially launch 
on December 15th, 2005. So the official launch of YouTube and YouTube's birthday is uh, officially regarded as December 15th, 2005. Um, already by that point, there were uh, 8 million videos being watched per day. Uh, so already within less than a year of time, uh, it was getting 8 million hits per day. Wow. So... This now brings us to our next pair of videos uh, as they take the top spot. As YouTube starts to gain in popularity, uh, we have two videos that kind of in succession take the top spot of most viewed video in 2006. So January of 2006, we have the first one here. Sunday, wake up in the late afternoon. Call Parnell just to see how he's doing. Hello, what up, Parn? Yo, Sandberg, what's cracking? You think you want to think So. That is. Mwah. And also, I am made of dust because I can't believe this was 2006. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, Lazy Sunday, the official name of the short, perhaps better known as the Chronic of Narnia or the Chronicles of Narnia rap. Created by the comedy troupe The Lonely Island, featuring Andy Samberg, Akiva Schaefer, and Jorma Tacone. It depicts Andy Samberg and SNL regular cast member Chris Parnell buying cupcakes and other snacks, then going to see a Sunday afternoon matinee of The Chronicles of Narnia. It first appeared, first premiered on season 31, episode 9 of Saturday Night Live and became an instant sensation. Uh, propelled Sandberg and the Lowly Islands careers and is hailed by many as reviving a stagnant SNL. Mm. Uh, mm. It was named one of SNL's best moments of the 2000s. And many bootleg copies were uploaded to YouTube for sharing, collectively drawing more than 5 million views, uh, aiding in its viral spread online. This was one so, of the first ones that I remember, like, I was in college at the time and I remember mm -hmm. being like, did you see this video? And then yep. like talking about like watching this video online. And yes. honestly, Chris Parnell's like absolute devote, like single minded devotion to like this gangster rap persona was and is one of the most remarkable things. <laughs> it's really, it's just a fantastic, it's a fan. I love the video. And I yes. actually, when I was researching this, I had missed the boat on this apparently, but he, they actually did record kind of a, an official sequel to it when uh, Andy Samberg kind of officially ended his career mm. with, uh, with SNL. And there's a line in it where he talks about, he's still waiting for his YouTube check. Uh, oh. <laughs> Because this was arguably YouTube's first mainstream viral hit. So yeah. like, in a lot of ways, this it was this video that really helped uh, to popularize YouTube as a video sharing, uh, video sharing page. Mm -hmm. So Lazy Sunday took the top spot uh, in January. And then a few days later, we have another NBC production. Welcome to the Universal Studios free photo booth. So, not as maybe popularly known today, but the phony photo booth sketch from The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, uh, where unsuspecting people enter a fake photo booth and are teased by the booth's computer before the photo is taken. <laughs> um, 
of course, it's, you know, it's one of these Tonight Show pranks that they would do yeah. a lot. Uh, this upload actually became the first to hit 5 million views uh, by February 2006. It hit the 5 wow. million mark. But shortly afterwards, on February 18th, 2006, both Lazy Sunday and this photo booth prank video, as well as a number of other videos, were taken down after copyright claims by NBC. And mm. uh, this, these issues with copyrights will continue to be a problem basically throughout YouTube's existence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's talk just a little bit about copyright issues on YouTube. Like, how does that mm -hmm. actually work? Um, numerous companies have filed suits against YouTube, alleging it doesn't do enough to police copyright. Mm -hmm. uh, perhaps most notably, Viacom in 2008 filed a $1 billion with a B dollar oh lawsuit God. in damages. <laughs> Jesus. Claiming that they had found more than 150,000 unauthorized clips hosted on the site. Uh, they eventually settled in 2014 for a non-disclosed sum, but other companies have done so uh, as well. Mm. Officially, YouTube is covered as a safe harbor under the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, which protects the company against copyright infringement liability mm -hmm. as long as they have some mechanism to kind of deal with that and so their chief tool is something called the youtube copyright strike where users uh with a copyright claim launched against them have to watch a warning video about the rules of copyright and then answer trivia questions about the dangers of copyright <laughs> I know it's kind of silly, uh, but if a YouTuber gets, if a YouTube user gets three strikes against them, then YouTube terminates that user's channel and any associated channels the user has, deletes all videos uploaded to these channels, and prohibits the user from creating another channel. Wow. So they do take it very ser seriously, but the system is regularly criticized by YouTube users who cite copyright claims as a tool for harassment or extortion. Mm -hmm. Um, there have been many cases with uh, users reporting that they get copyright strikes lodged against them, and then they get message by saying they get message from the people putting the copyright strikes on saying, "Pay me a thousand dollars, or I'll put a third strike on you, and um, you'll, you'll, your your account will be done." Um, so it's generally kind of treats those with strikes as guilty until proven innocent. Uh, okay. Mm. Uh, so it's not a perfect system. Yeah, but. When the Lazy Sunday and other NBC videos were taken down, that necessarily created then promoted, so to speak, a new video to the top video spot, uh, which I will show you a brief clip of now. Oh, you will be I gotta show you're really, really hot girl in my space. Let's do it. Okay. Look, huh? Whoa. Yeah. Wow, who's this? Her name's Yita. Yita. She's Eastern European. I like it. I've been talking to her online. Mm -hmm. She is beautiful. Look Keep at this. Keep going. Keep going. Mm -hmm. Look at that one. Okay. All right. I can see it. Great A. Mm -hmm. Great A. Uh, give me another. Huh? Oh, Dude. man. Yita's got the angles. The what? She's got the angles. The MySpace angles. All the ugly chicks on MySpace have them. Dude, Yita's hot, okay? It, it just continues like that. <laughs> so, what? Yes. Uh, this is something called MySpace the Movie. Uh, was originally uploaded in January 2006. Took the most viewed video status after Lazy Sunday and Photo Booth videos were taken down. Uh, 
Written and directed by David Lair, originally uploaded as a QuickTime file to his own website, but then a fan ripped the file and uploaded it to YouTube. Uh, Lair didn't actually even have a YouTube account at the time, so <laughs> this wow. most watched video on YouTube had no affiliation with its actual creator. Uh, the movie parodies many aspects of the MySpace site, including dating, chain bulletins, the top eight feature, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the creator, Tom Anderson. But it proved very popular, and the video was featured on 2020, Rolling Stone, GQ, LA Times, New York Times. Uh, Lair got attention from agents and managers, and now works in Los Angeles as a social media advertising executive. Oh, well, good for so him. So good for him. Good for him. <laughs> Indeed. All right. So that was in the top spot for about a month. Uh, in March 2006, we have another top spot taker. So, yes, <laughs> this video, it, it is just the Pokemon theme song, the, the theme song, the official theme song to the Pokemon uh, anime. Um, the particular video features Ian Hecox and Anthony Padilla, or Padilla, I'm not sure of the pronunciation, uh, lip syncing and acting out the original theme to the Pokemon anime. Uh, this duo is better known under the name Smosh, S-M-O-S-H. Um, uh. You may have heard of Smosh. Uh, this video became the first on YouTube to surpass 10 million views. And Smosh's YouTube channel became the first to surpass YouTube's official channel as the most subscribed on the page. Oh, jeez. Uh, it held that distinction on three separate occasions. And really, I would say Smosh, these, these two guys and, and then like the eventual other people that they added to their team, they created, or they were really one of the very first true YouTube creator channels, creator mm -hmm. folks. Uh, they officially partnered with YouTube in 2007 and were really trailblazers for professional YouTubers today. Um, their original upload was taken down in July of 2007 after a copyright strike, mm -hmm. a copyright claim from Nintendo, and they actually made a revenge video parody in 2010 <laughs> criticizing the company for the takedown, citing fair use of the original. But Smosh is uh, one of the earliest... Uh, creators, and so that's an important name to know. That okay. that name, Smosh, one of mm -hmm. the earliest uh, channels to know channels that found success on YouTube. And they probably made more money off that one video than any of us will ever <laughs> yeah. see in our lifetimes. Very yeah. possibly, very possibly. <laughs> we will get into how exactly uh, people on YouTube make money oh, in a little great. bit. Great, mm. Lauren, um, take notes. <laughs> yes, 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 yeah, absolutely. So, Pokemon theme song, Pokemon theme music video. Uh, held the top spot for a little bit, but then in May 2006, uh, this will be one that I'm pretty sure you will all be familiar with. Mm. Evolution of Dicks. Yeah, Do you remember the I, evolution of dance? Yes, absolutely. Of course. And I didn't realize that this guy was a quote-unquote inspirational comedian. <laughs> yes, yes. 
Judson Lapley uh, is the name of the gentleman. Uh, this is a video uh, featuring him dancing to 30 different songs from the late 20th, early 21st centuries, starting with Elvis Presley's Hound Dog, eventually finishing with Jay-Z's Dirt Off Your Shoulder. Uh, it mm -hmm. took the top spot in May of 2006. Uh, by June, it became the first video to surpass 20 million views. And by June 2007, it surpassed 50 million views. Wow. I still remember the first time that I watched it. I was sitting, it was like, I was at school for some reason. Uh, it was after, after the school day was done, and I was just on YouTube, and I found this video, and I, like, watched the entire six minutes of it with a huge smile on my face. Mm -hmm. And I immediately, like, picked it up, picked up my computer, and walked it to somebody else's classroom. Which was to, tough, because like, it was you a desktop. <laughs> yes, right? I know, yeah. Had to, had to put all the, all the wires on my shoulders and everything. Carry the, the tower and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Um... So this video has been referenced multiple times on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon yeah. yep. uh, through variations such as Evolution of Hip Hop Dancing with special guest Will Smith and the Evolution of Mom Dancing with uh, mm. uh, with guest Michelle Obama. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. what I remember that. From. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was um, cute. And Judson Lapley still works as a motivational speaker or as his title card says, inspirational comedian. <laughs> Uh, and according to his website, he still performs the original dance at the end of every gig. Aww. Wow. Yeah. That's lovely. Just playing the hits, you know? Indeed, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Give, the give them what absolutely. they came here for. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. So this video will uh, go on to actually retake the most watched on YouTube two additional times. Uh, it takes the top spot in May 2006. It'll take it again in March 2008, and then a third time in May 2009. But... We're in 2006. Uh, the videos are coming hot and fast, but uh, the progression of YouTube is also growing uh, substantially. By July 2006, more than 65,000 new videos were being uploaded every single day, and the site was receiving more than 100 million daily views. This, of course, presented a number of technological challenges. Mm -hmm. uh, YouTube officially moved to their new headquarters, where they still are today, in San Bruno, California. But then in October and November of 2006, they were officially acquired by Google. Uh, Google paid more than 3 million shares of stock for the purchase, for the acquisition, valued at the time of $1.65 billion, with a B, dollars. Oh, my God. Which, uh, in today's 2022 dollars, is about two and a quarter billion dollars not bad for some guy named chad who went to iup right Indeed. iup you know it's a party school <laughs> it is a party it's a party school that's a party so school. google had attempted to launch its own video sharing page google video in january 2005 but it really never caught on uh chad hurley as ceo made 334 million dollars in the acquisition Steve Chen made $301 million, and Jawad Karim, even though he was uh, not officially an employee, still acting as a consultant, still had a share. He he walked away with a cool $66 million, so you know, don't cry uh, for him. Yeah, he's good. Yes. Uh, in December of 2006, Time Magazine, controversially perhaps, named you as its mm -hmm. person of the year. That was 2006? That was 2006. Yep, it released I, a cover. I would have said... I would have said 2014. Like, yes. Nope. 2006. I know. 
Uh, the, the cover of the Time magazine uh, featured a mirrored foil panel framed inside YouTube's video player on the cover. Uh, Time cited the rise of user-created media on YouTube, as well as MySpace and Facebook, and profiled YouTube creators like Smosh mm -hmm. uh, in their article. And by 2007, this was a fascinating fact, uh, the Daily Telegraph, uh, by 2007, the Daily Telegraph reported that YouTube itself consumed as much bandwidth as the entire internet of the year 2000. Wow. I believe yeah. that. Oh my god, wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, YouTube continued its rise in significance in American culture in November 2007, YouTube partnered with CNN to host a presidential primary debate in the lead-up to the 2008 presidential election, featuring questions submitted by the YouTube audience. <laughs> and in December 2007, uh, YouTube created the YouTube Partners Program to allow channels to run ads on videos and to earn money doing so. So mm. December 2007 is when uh, people could officially start making money on YouTube. Okay. In order to qualify for the program, uh, channels have to have at least 4,000 public watch hours in the last 12 months and at least 1,000 subscribers. So those are the, the official mm -hmm. uh, cutoff. Uh, videos uploaded must follow YouTube's monetization policies. More on that later. Um, some, myself included, thought that this meant that YouTube was personally cutting checks to individual creators. That's true to a minor extent, but it's really almost exclusively ad revenue. Okay. So that's, yeah. that's how people are making their money. And in April 2008, YouTube had their first April Fool's Day prank. This became an annual tradition from 2008 through 2016. Uh, and their very first April Fool's Day prank is that every video featured on the front page uh, instead went to the music video for Rick Astley's 1987 song, Never Gonna Give You Up. Classic. Classic, Classic. yes. So since we're here, just a quick history of Rick Rolling. Oh, great. <laughs> Rick Rolling originates on the perhaps infamous anonymous image sharing page 4chan. Uh, the site moderator, Christopher Moot Pool, implemented a word filter that replaced the word egg with the word duck. I don't know why, but He's that was a, a thing that he did. Sure. <laughs> uh, and so in a particular thread... Uh, this replaced the word egg roll with duck roll, to which a user replied with a modified image of a duck with wheels. Just some random sure. image of a duck with wheels. Yeah, sure, why not? The meme caught on. Users posted hyperlinks with an otherwise interesting title that instead went to the duck roll image. This, at least on 4chan, sparked the trend that they called duck rolling. Now, in March 2007, the first trailer for the highly anticipated Grand Theft Auto 4 was posted on the Rockstar Games website, but due to high traffic, the Rockstar page frequently went down. And so users would post mirrors of the video elsewhere, uh, and then, you know, share the links to those videos. <laughs> One 4chan user posted a link that they claimed went to the trailer, but instead went to a music video for Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up. Mm. The Rick roll then replaced the duck roll in popularity, and from 4chan spread to other popular social pages like Fark, Dig, and uh, so on and so forth. YouTube's 2008 April Fool's Day prank helped spread the gag to a wider audience, 
as did the very abrupt and inexplicable appearance of Rick Astley himself on the, at the 2008 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on a float for the animated show Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. <laughs> Ladies and, and gentlemen. I, re- <laughs> I still remember I, I, I was home with my family. I was watching the Thanksgiving Day Parade with my parents because this was a family tradition for us. And I remember this moment happening. And I laughed probably without stopping for a solid five minutes <laughs> and then had to explain to my parents. Yeah, exactly. What just happened. Exactly. Yeah. Why is Rick Astley funny? <laughs> yes. Why is this happening right now? So um, we've progressed to 2008. And in all of this time, Judson Lapley's Evolution of Dance was the most watched video. But we have a new holder of the spot in March 2008. I will play for you that video now. Music is my boyfriend. Music is my girlfriend. Music is my daddy. Music's my imaginary. So this video is called Music is My Hot Hot Sex. Or rather, the song is called Music is My Hot Hot Sex. Um, and the song is by Brazilian electro band Canse de Sexy. Uh, which is Portuguese for I Got Tired of Being Sexy, which is <laughs> allegedly taken from a Beyonce quote. <laughs> yes. I mean, don't you? I, I, I know the feeling. The I get tired of being sexy all the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, this is definitely a, a feel that I'm well familiar with. Yes. It's, I mean, same. You're same boat, my friend. Yes. Uh, I, that, I don't think I've seen that video, but this song like tickled something. Yes. In the very deepest say, recesses. This sounds like something you, Lauren would know. You may, <laughs> you may possibly know the song from an iPod Touch commercial. There is a possibility <laughs> of that. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. But a kind of interesting story yeah. about that. Uh, an 18-year-old uh, college student named Nick Haley used the song to make just a homemade 30-second commercial for the iPod Touch. Apple's advertising agency saw that clip and actually paid Haley to repurpose it for broadcast during the World Series oh, of that okay. year. So that helped get, make the song get very, very popular and may help to explain the huge uh, surge in popularity that this video saw. Uh, this was an unofficial music video that was put together by an Italian factory worker named Claris Bartel. <laughs> This video became the first video to surpass 100 million views. Uh, oh my god! Hitting that, hitting that mark in March 2008. But controversially, a lot of that traffic came in a very short period of time. Okay. With 40 million views gained in only three weeks. Hmm. Oh wow! Yeah. So it actually prompted YouTube to remove the video from its top uh, videos leaderboard temporarily while they investigated. Uh, but eventually, they reinstated it on the leaderboard. Uh, finding no indications of hacking or or any any improper views being done, mm. but then uh, the user uh, Bartel took it down. Uh, he was kind of tired of the harassment that he was getting about yeah. it, and so he took it down. Evolution of Dance retook the top spot. Jeez, oh, I but, see. Interesting. Uh, I'll show you just a quick graph here. Actually, the. The red little portion here on the vi- on the screen that I'm showing you here, that's the video. You can see how quickly oh. it's spiking relative to the rest. And 
so just how fast it was accumulating views. And who knows if the video hadn't been taken down, what kind of, you know, numbers it could have done. Might have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I would argue probably a lot of people were just typing in hot, hot sex on their <laughs> internet browser. <laughs> There's and a it was very bringing good chance them to that. this video. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right, actually. <laughs> yes. Very good chance of that. Very good chance yeah. of that. Very astute yeah. observation there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but but specifically, hot, hot sex. Yeah, too hot, hot, hot sex. Too hot, it's too that hot. second hot that really you, you that really, really clinches sure. it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, all right. Very, very short period on the top, uh, the top most watched video spot. Uh, that song had, but we have another song uh, in July 2008 that will take the top spot, and I'm pretty sure you will recognize this song. So. Hell yeah, we know that song. Hell yeah, we know that <laughs> yeah, song. We know that song. <laughs> the best part is, <laughs> the best part is you screen shared us. In Skype, so I'm just watching. Oh no! So as, soon as, as soon as the music started, you all you see is like a, a mirror image of Julie and I just rocking out. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I screen shared the wrong. No, it's okay. Screen shared the wrong I screen. I love it. I love it. It's okay. Like we're, the it, honestly, the music video for that song plays in our heads 24/7 anyway. Absolutely. So you're not, you know, you're not keeping us from anything we haven't already seen. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so the song girlfriend uh avril lavigne's lead single girlfriend from her third studio album do you remember <laughs> julia do you this remember? is not officially a part no, of our quiz, I don't remember the pop, I, quiz. I didn't have this album i had the other two before this one i don't know this this is the I, album you know what i could the best damn thing the ah, best damn thing mm, that was the yeah idea. yeah uh, the song itself became Levine's first song to reach the number one spot on the Hot 100, and it actually became the best-selling song of 2007. Uh, the This video, again, drew allegations of you spamming. A uh, mm -hmm. link to the video posted on the fan site Avril Band-Aids would automatically reload the video every 15 seconds. Ah. And fans were encouraged to keep this page open while you browse the internet, study for exams, or even sleep. <laughs> but, just keep this open while you sleep. Yeah. Just... Um, but given how YouTube counts views, it's unlikely that this effort actually drove viewership mm -hmm. numbers. But uh, there was a lot of press coverage about when the video took the top spot. And uh, that yeah. certainly probably took uh, helped that a lot. The original video was uploaded to the RCA Records channel. And that was eventually taken down in, in November of 2009. Uh, the video on Levine's channel was posted in October and has more than 500 million views at this point. Wow. But a little bit of foreshadowing I think we have in this video because uh, eventually music videos will come to dominate right. uh, the sure. YouTube platform and the most viewed video list. All right. July 2008, that took the top spot and held it for a good little while. Uh, but then in October 2009, we have another another new contender, which again I think you will recognize. Charlie, Charlie bit me. Ah. 
Charlie. Poor Charlie. <laughs> oh. So, Charlie Bit My Finger, uh, mm-hmm. originally uploaded in 2007, took the top spot uh, on October 25th, 2009. It's about a minute long, features then three-year-old Harry Davies Carr <laughs> holding his brother Charlie, aged one. Uh, the two boys are now 18 and 16 as of this recording, and they are definitely feel super awkward every time they get recognized uh, as being the subject of the video. Yeah, 16's a tough imagine. age. Poor yeah. Charlie. People are just walking up to him and trying to stick their fingers, their grubby fingers <laughs> in his mean... mouth all the time. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, the video was originally uploaded by their father, Howard, to share with the boy's godfather who lived in the U.S., Time Magazine uh, on on the and the honor and recognition of YouTube's fifth anniversary in 2010, uh, they did a ranking mm-hmm. of YouTube's best videos. They named Charlie Bit My Finger as the best video on YouTube at the time. Said, shut it down, um, guys. We got the best video. Yep, yep. <laughs> job's done. We're all set. Good to go. Everybody yep, can go it. home. Pull the plug. Um, pull the plug. <laughs> indeed. Uh, also, interesting trivia, when Osama bin Laden was captured in 2011, a downloaded version of the video was found on computers, found in his compound. <laughs> oh, wow. That is yeah. a very good fact. That's yeah, a that's very a very strange, interesting fact. Very fun fact, I'm sure. Yes. Um, Weird. But also, interestingly, the, the video that I just showed you is actually a re-upload because the original is no longer available. In May 2021, the video was sold as an NFT, a non-fungible no. token. No! Yes. <laughs> so it was sold at auction for over $700,000. Uh, the video on YouTube was marked as unlisted, uh, which means that if you had the link, that you could still view it, but you just couldn't search for it anymore. <laughs> uh, however, in June 2021, YouTube automatically marked all unlisted videos from prior to 2017 as private. And so the video is currently not available, but if you go to the original link, it says it's still there. The video is still exists on the YouTube servers, but just right now you can't see it. And so I don't know. I don't know if it'll ever be available for video public consumption anymore, it's... but uh, it lives on, lives on in the hearts and minds of, of millions. NFTs, man. I mean, I'm not going to get on. I'm not going to get on my soapbox. I'm not. But this is, and I think Julia can back me up on this, an anti-NFT podcast. (laughs) And we're proud of it. And we're proud of it. Okay? It's a speculation, and it's garbage. And it's bad for the environment. And that's it. That's all I'm going to say. There, there have been a lot of other kind of meme uh, memes that have popular meme videos or pictures that have sold at auction. Mm-hmm. If you're yeah. familiar with uh, what's uh, the uh, overly attached girlfriend uh, meme mm-hmm. or the disaster girl mm-hmm. of like the little girl kind of slyly looking at the camera when there's a huge house fire behind her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they've, they've also been sold as NFTs. And so, yeah, I mean... Your opinions may vary. I think it is something to be said that these creators are able to get something for what they've created. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. But what it means for public consumption and and, and art and, and all of that, yeah. I'm sure, yeah, that, that people have very strong opinions about that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So October 2009. Uh one billion video views per day. 
That's what wow. YouTube was getting. One billion views per day in October of 2009. By May 2010, YouTube was getting two billion hits per day. By January 2012, four billion <sighs> views per day. Wow. Uh, but in December of 2009, a notable moment, partner, uh, YouTube officially partnershiped with Vivo. Vivo, V-E-V-O, is a partnership among the big three record companies in America. Uh, Universal Music Group, Sony Music Entertainment, and Warner Music Group. Uh, this was a partnership developed to distribute music videos online, primarily on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And since this partnership, uh, since the partnership with the Vivo itself was created, and then YouTube's official partnership with Vivo, every video to take the most watched video spot has been a music video. Right. Yeah. Except maybe for one. Stay tuned. Um, also, March 2010, YouTube replaces the five-star rating system that they used to have with the thumbs-up, thumbs-down rating system that they have today. Mm. Oh, okay. So I, yeah, I don't know if you remember that, but YouTube originally, since its creation, had a five-star viewing system, but then mm. they switched to the thumbs-up, thumbs-down. All right. Now, April 2010, we have another new placement on the top uh, most watched video list. So, uh, Lauren gasped when this <laughs> came <Yes>. up. <laughs> yes. Uh, this was the first video to surpass 200 million views on wow. YouTube. And when it did so, it took the top spot. Uh, of course, this is the official music video for the lead single from Lady Gaga's third EP, The Fame Monster. Uh, the, YouTube, uh, the video, directed by Francis Lawrence, uh, features Gaga getting kidnapped and sold to the Russian mafia uh, mm -hmm. for sexual slavery. Mm -hmm. And at the sure. end, she burns alive the man who bought her. So very, very unique kind of video. Um, it still holds up, still looks absolutely. great. I yeah, have uh, never seen it. And I was, I don't know what all of the thoughts are that were going through my head during that clip, but... <laughs> it was there's some weird imagery yeah in this video. yes yep. it is also very beautiful i mean honestly like it's just so high fashion and like so out of control it's mm. i mean yeah. i i would watch it every day it's just such a good <laughs> it's just such a good video yes. it was actually named the best music video of the 21st century by billboard wow. magazine and uh in the 2010 mtv mtv Video Music Awards, it received 10 nominations, uh, winning the record set by Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer video. Which is also another great music video. Man, I yes. have such incredible taste. You have such Absolutely. good taste, Lauren. Oh my such gosh. Good taste. Such good such taste. Such good taste. Yes. <laughs> All right. So uh, for as outstanding as this video is, it actually did not hold the most viewed video spot on YouTube for very Ooh. long. Mm. Another video took the top spot in July of that same year, July 2010. And I will play that for you now. He's shorter so, than all of the girls in the video, too. And 
He's just such, such a little thing in this video. A ba- <laughs> literally a baby. Perhaps. <laughs> so uh, this video was the official music video for the lead single from Bieber's debut album, My World 2.0. Uh, the album debuted at number one on the Billboard 200, making Bieber actually the youngest solo male act to top the chart since Stevie Wonder did it all the way back in 1963. Oh my wow. gosh, he's on the same uh, list as Stevie Wonder. <laughs> oh, he's on many, many, many <laughs> lists at this point. Um, the video was directed by Ray Kay, depicts Bieber attempting to win over the affections of a girl in various locations through a mall and bowling alley. Um... <laughs> Interesting to note that Justin Bieber was actually discovered on YouTube in 2007. Yeah, when record executive Scooter Brown saw oh. videos of Justin singing that his mom had posted. Uh, and several artists actually have had a similar story being discovered on YouTube especially, mm-hmm. uh, including Shawn Mendes, mm-hmm. Charlie Puth, Ed Sheeran, Tori Kelly, and the band Five Seconds of Summer. Oh, yeah. uh, all of these got their start on YouTube. Uh, so this video took the top, uh, took the most viewed video spot in July of 2010. It also became the first YouTube video to hit 1 million dislikes <laughs> by February 2011. <laughs> yes. Uh, I love it- that. It hit 5 million dislikes in August 2015, and for a long time was the most disliked video on YouTube. Wow. Uh, it was briefly <laughs> surpassed by Rebecca Black's Friday in 2011, mm-hmm. if you remember that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then eventually in 2018, it was officially surpassed by the YouTube Rewind 2018, uh, which was an annual thing that YouTube would do to kind of look back at the year. Uh, the YouTube Rewind 2018 version had a lot of creators from YouTube, but it was just widely panned as just not good, just not <laughs> yeah. a good thing. Um, <laughs> at the time of the removal of public dislike count in December 2021, uh, Justin Bieber's baby had amassed almost 12.5 million dislikes, giving it more than a 38% dislike ratio. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's intense. Yes. So this whole, again, this, this, uh, this video was another uh, long-time holder of the spot. 862 days holding the most-watched video spot until it was replaced in November 2012. So, Say what you will this. about their fans. But K-pop knows what they're doing. Can I just say, they make incredible dance tracks. I'm just, it's just good. It's good music. It's a bop, Lauren. It is a bop. bop. This is the boppiest bop that ever bopped, (laughs) in my opinion. Uh, So, size Gangnam Style. Uh, This was the the video upload, uh, the official music video for South Korean rapper Sai's lead single from his sixth studio album, Psy 6, parentheses, 6 rules, comma, part 1. That was the name of the album. Uh, the that. video, directed by Cho Soo-hyun, depicts Psy performing a comical horse riding dance in various mm. locations around the Gangnam district of Seoul, South Korea. 
Uh, the Gangnam District is known for its affluence, high rents, and high status lifestyle, and the video is meant to be a parody of the literal Gangnam style by a decidedly non-Gangnam side. Ah, mm, okay. And uh, it features several cameos from other Korean celebrities, which is common in K-pop videos. Mm -hmm. uh, this was the first video to reach 1 billion views hitting that mark in December of 2012, and the first to reach 2 billion views in May of 2014. And as Julia recently explained, uh, this actually forced YouTube to change the type of storage variable that they wow. use for views from a 32-bit integer with a mm -hmm. maximum around 2 billion to the 64-bit integer with a maximum around 9 quintillion. So I think... I think they're going to be okay there for, for a while. <laughs> for a minute. Yeah, for a bit. Yeah, for a bit. As a, a math bit. teacher, he had to explain all of this part to us. Yes. Too. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And again, uh, this makes me really like, again, my bones are dust because apparently I stopped paying attention to YouTube 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I know. November 2012. Yes. Um, also, I thought this was, when I was researching this uh, video, uh, I found this out. This song was actually the second K-pop song to enter the Billboard Hot 100. Oh. Uh, it was oh. not the first one. I always thought that it was, but actually the very first K-pop uh, song to enter the Billboard Hot 100 was the Wonder Girls' Nobody, which spent one week at number 76 oh. on the October 31st, 2009 chart. Mm. Gangnam Style got as high as number two on the list. Never oh. quite uh, made it to number one. Stayed there for eight weeks behind Maroon 5's One More Night. Mm. And uh, <laughs> Should have got number one. <laughs> this video is the longest holder of the most watched mm, video yes. status at 1,689 days. Almost five solid wow. years. Wow. So my math, I was what? like, that's like three years. <laughs> five. Five years. Five years. We're glad you're here, Ben. We're glad you're here yes. to do some. <laughs> you know, I really tried. I wanted to make sure I was very thorough, and I wanted to make sure we had everything Thank you. Under, Thank you. Thank under good shape. All right. So, partly in response to the numbers of views and plays that music videos were getting on YouTube, Billboard finally did start to include YouTube streams in its calculations mm -hmm. for its Hot 100 list in February of 2013. Uh, when it did that, the song Harlem Shake immediately appeared as number one on the mm. list, which pretty much immediately got a lot of criticism, considering this was kind of a meme song mm -hmm. that most people argued nobody really listened to beyond that one 30-second clip that was used yeah. in, in all of those videos. Um the process of how Billboard has processed uh, YouTube videos and stream other streams has changed over time. Mm -hmm. For more about Billboard magazine and their lists, please check out episode number 70, Topping the Billboard Charts. It's very good. It is very good. <laughs> All right. In October 2010, Chad Hurley stepped down as CEO and was replaced by Google senior executive Salar Kamangar. And in February 2014, Kamangar was replaced by Susan Wuchitsky, uh, who is the current CEO of YouTube. And it was her garage that Larry Page and Sergey Brin used as their initial office when first starting Google. I love it. I love mm. when it's a story that someone started something in a garage. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, Wojcicki headed Google Video uh, when it was Google's attempts to create the video sharing 
page. Mm-hmm. She was the one who first proposed that Google acquire YouTube, and she headed that uh, acquisition. She was called by Time Magazine in 2015 as the most powerful woman on the internet. And she has overseen significant developments in YouTube, most notably the release of YouTube Kids in February mm. of 2015. Um, YouTube Kids is oriented solely towards children with curated selections of content, parental control features, and filtering of videos deemed inappropriate for, vi- for viewing on older younger and preschool children aged under 13, 9, and 5. So those mm-hmm. are kind of the, the age groupings for YouTube kids. More on YouTube kids to come. Uh, she also spearheaded the release of YouTube Premium in November 2014. This is the ad-free paid subscription service for YouTube. Uh, it was originally called Music Key and aimed was aimed at music streaming. Uh, was rebranded as YouTube Red in October 2015. Oh, you might right. remember that. Yeah. Uh, that especially coincided with an attempt to create original programming in partnership with prominent creators. Uh, my partner uh, often referred to this as RedTube, which is <laughs> not correct and is, is decidedly something else. Do not check what RedTube is while at work. Yes. Yes, yes, not safe for work. Do not. Not safe for work. Do not do that. Um, it's but where you it was go to look up for hot sex. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's right, where guys. you look for hot, hot sex. Yes, uh. that's where you're going to go for that. Um, rebranded again as YouTube Premium in May 2018. So that's uh, the official okay. title Great. of that. Uh, also, I didn't know this, but Susan Wuchitsky's sister, Anne, co-founded 23andMe. Oh, hey. Oh. Kept it in the family, huh? Making yeah, money. Absolutely. Left and right. So by February 2017, more than 400 hours of video content was being uploaded to YouTube every minute. Wow. 400 hours of content per minute with 1 billion hours of video watched every single day. Wow. So we're talking massive amounts of content being uploaded and viewed. All right. We are rapidly coming towards the modern era, but we have a few more videos on our list of the most watched video. Uh, July 2017, a very brief holder of the spot. It's been a long day without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. We've come a long way. From where we began Oh, I'll tell you all about it When I see you again When I see you again So, the official video for the lead single for the soundtrack of the 2015 film Furious 7, See You Again mm-hmm. by Wiz Khalifa featuring Charlie Puth or Charlie Puth? Puth? I don't Who's to say? I don't know. Who's to say? <laughs> um, that was Puth singing there. Uh, this was commissioned as a tribute to actor Paul Walker, who died in a single mm-hmm. vehicle speeding accident in 2013. The video, directed by Mark Classfield, features clips from the film, ending with the closing scene from the movie of Vin Diesel and Paul Walker's characters driving together, then on two separate roads. Mm. Uh, mm. A metaphor. I get it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you call a metaphor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it is the second most liked video on YouTube, uh, oh, this particular it's music It's a good video. song. 
It is. It is a lovely song. It really kind of tugs at your heartstrings, actually. And it's it, it actually spent 12 uh, non-consecutive weeks atop Billboard Top 100, tying Eminem's Lose Yourself for the second longest running rap number one single uh, behind Old Town Road. Old Town Road <sighs> mm, is the, the number yeah. one. But with the exception of the Music Is My Hot Hot Sex video from earlier, which held the most watched video status for only 14 days, uh, See You Again is the shortest holder of the most watched video with, wow. at only 20, I'm checking again, 25 days. It only held the top spot. Oh, geez. If you, if you look at the graph, there's the, the graph for Gangnam Style again is continuing to acquire views. See You Again kind of just barely edges it out, mm-hmm. uh, in November, or sorry, in July of 2017. But right behind it, shooting up like a rocket, is our next video taking the top spot in August of 2017. You know the song. You know the. Yep. I knew you... Daddy Yankee was coming. Yes. <laughs> Your boy, Daddy My Yankee. Did his- there we go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh boy. boy. Despacito. Remember those mm. months and months and months, Lauren? <laughs> M- many months of Despacito. Yes. It was a, a real phenomenon. Like, I remember, like, walking down, the, like, I had heard it in the radio. I got out of my car, <laughs> and then there was someone in a car blasting it as they were driving by. I was like, I can't And then you'd hear song. it in a store, everywhere. and then you'd hear it at yep. the gym, and then you'd hear yep. it at trivia, and it would just... Yes. <laughs> yes. Inescapable. Inescapable. Uh, yes. So, Despacito, Luis Fonzi featuring Daddy Yankee. Uh, the word Despacito is Spanish for slowly. Uh, and the video was directed by Puerto Rican director Carlos Perez and features Fonzie and Daddy Yankee, along with 2006 Miss Universe Zuleika Rivera, singing and dancing in La Perla neighborhood of Old San Juan, Puerto Rico. It was the first primarily Spanish-language song to top Billboard's Hot 100 since Los Del Rio's Macarena in 1996. And it is credited by music journalists as instrumental in popularizing Spanish-language pop music in the mainstream market. Uh, It tied Mariah Carey and Boyz II Men's One Sweet Day for most weeks at number one spot on Billboard's Hot 100 for 16 consecutive weeks until Old Town Road took the spot for 19 weeks Mm. in 2019. This video was truly a YouTube phenomenon. It was the first video to reach 3 billion views hitting that mark in August of 2017. By October of 2017, it had acquired 4 billion views, <laughs> 5 billion views by April 2018, 6 billion views by February 2019, and 7 billion views by October 2020. Wow. Uh, and it is the most liked video on YouTube, hmm. currently with 47.3 million Wow. Like votes. Enough people had. Do you have to have like a YouTube account to like and dislike a video? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I don't think you have to have an account in order to 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 upvote uh, or to to give okay. a thumbs up to videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. All right. 
A little bit more about modern YouTube and some of its uh, more recent controversies. A little bit more about monetization. I mentioned YouTube Partners Program released in 2007. Uh, creators that sign up for the program have to agree to a rather involved list combining YouTube's community guidelines and Google AdSense program policies. Uh, they have to avoid spam, scams, and misinformation, <laughs> including manipulated or misattributed content, not the good kind of misinformation, <laughs> the bad yes, kind of yes, misinformation. Thank you. <laughs> um, videos have to be deemed as advertiser-friendly, meaning they should avoid inappropriate language, violence, and adult content, as well as controversial issues or sensitive events, which <laughs> seems kind of vaguely defined. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Exact amounts of money that users can make strictly from monetization is hard to pin down. Uh, ad revenue is split 45-55 between YouTube and the creator. And it's also important to know that ad views are different from video views. Right. Because mm -hmm. not every video that you watch has an ad in front of it. And advertisers don't pay for the video if, for example, you click skip ad at the moment <laughs> it becomes available. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but estimates seem to vary, but from what I've seen, that you the typical uh, YouTube video will earn around $18 per 1,000 ad views, which works out to about $2.50 per 1,000 video views. Mm. That's less than I was expecting, to be honest. Um, but I guess, like, they can't just be shelling out a ton of cash, like, right. per view, you know? Right. Exactly. And of course, that also doesn't uh, include all the other ways that YouTubers can make money mm -hmm. from like affiliate links to Amazon, direct sponsorship, yep. ads included in the content of the video, um, Patreon, other marketing right. arrangements, that sort of thing. The monetization policies have led to complaints uh, calling them tools of censorship. And there was an unfortunate incident in April of 2018 where there was a shooting at YouTube's San Bruno headquarters. Uh, the shooter was identified as Nassim Najafi Agdam, who was angry over perceived censorship and demonetization of her videos. Uh, she injured three people before tragically killing herself. Uh, oh very God. troubled individual. But since monetization was uh, established, thousands of people use YouTube as their primary source of income. They are typically referred to as YouTubers, mm -hmm. uh, which is a word that was officially added to the Oxford English <laughs> Dictionary in December of 2016. Mm. Uh, there's separate communities and in, even in independent awards and conventions. The Streamies and VidCon mm -hmm. the being the two streamies. most prominent examples. Yeah, the Streamies. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. You don't even um, get a physical award for that. <laughs> no, they actually do. They, they do oh, have they do? Little, Ironically little, enough. Yeah, they do. Yep. <laughs> Great. You get an NFT now. <laughs> it's all digital, baby. Yes, yes. Um, and I mentioned earlier YouTube Kids. Uh, YouTube Kids, again, first launched in February 2015. YouTube has not done the best job at managing this mm. part of their service. Uh, in 2019, the FTC fined YouTube for violations of 1998's Children's Online Privacy Protection Act, or COPPA, for collecting personal information mm. from minors under the age of 13. And another notorious incident in 2017, the New York Times first reported on something called Elsa Gate. Uh, Let it go, this was guys. A <laughs> Well, unfortunately, it's, it's bad, but not for that reason. Um, 
This was a phenomenon where videos would feature popular characters from family-oriented media like Frozen, also Paw Patrol, Spider-Man, other cartoons, but the videos would contain themes inappropriate for children, <gasps> including graphic violence, sexual situations, obscene language, and other dangerous or upsetting situations. Oh my god. Uh, why this happened? Unclear. <laughs> like Some people, people are, are just jerks. jerks. Yeah. yeah, really. Yeah. Um, but a lot of these videos were very cheaply made, but then were able to capitalize on monetization and receive yeah. lots of views and therefore a lot of ad revenue. Uh, YouTube did announce that it would take further steps to review and filter videos reported by users as containing inappropriate content. In 2018, YouTube Kids included an option to restrict users to exclusively human review channels and recommendations. So no <laughs> automatic uh, anything. That's good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. I know a lot of parents who rely on YouTube kids. So yes. that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, speaking of parents relying on YouTube kids, uh, we have now our final, most recent, most want video taker. And I'll okay. share this video with you now. And I apologize in advance. Oh, because no. Because I think you know what's coming. Oh, no. Lulls you in. That's enough of that. <laughs> yeah, thank What's you. What's this song called again? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, Baby Shark is the current most watched video on YouTube. It is the first and to date only video to surpass 10 billion views. Oh my gosh. <laughs> officially passing that mark on January 13th, 2022. If each of its views were of the entirety of the 2 minute 16 second runtime, then that would total up to more than 46,000 years worth of views. <laughs> oh my god. What but a waste I will of time. say when I researched the history of the song, it's actually surprisingly fascinating. Yes, did you listen to the decoder ring episode about it by any chance? No, I did not. It's like did... yeah, I also went into that being like Oh my god! What the heck are they going to tell me? And then Decoder Ring did an excellent episode about the about like the um, the foundation of Baby Shark and like where the mm. song could have come from and like all of these artists who did songs that sounded an awful lot like Baby Shark in like the seventies and eighties and that now mm -hmm. like Ping Fong has made like a kajillion dollars off of it um, mm -hmm. just for like animating it and putting it on YouTube is. It was really interesting. So, so sorry, Ben. I didn't mean to like. No, I'm. I'm so probably some of the stuff yeah. that I'm about to tell you. You at least, Julia, you'll already be familiar with. Uh, from what I could tell, the song itself actually originated as a campfire chant, mm. uh, potentially created by camp counselors in the United States, inspired by the movie Jaws. Uh, early versions of the lyrics often included references to swimmers losing arms, legs, and heads with corresponding <laughs> gestures for each of those. And you can find plenty of older versions on YouTube. Uh, there's also a 2007 dance version by German singer Alexandra Mueller that yes. peaked at 25 on the German charts. Wow. 
And uh, 2011, in 2011, a wedding DJ and children's entertainer by the name of Johnny Only, based in Endicott, New York. Hey, uh, look yeah, at that. Local boy, Johnny Only. Uh, he released a version that was shorter, more melodic, less of a chant, and used a cleanup version of the lyrics, removing dismemberment and focusing on the family of sharks. Um and it, if you listen to the two, there definitely are some similarities yes. between Pink Fong's version and Johnny Only's version. Pink Fong, I should note, is an education brand owned by South Korean entertainment company Smart Study. Uh, it became a viral, their version became a viral hit in Indonesia in 2017, spread to other Asian countries. Only, uh, Johnny Only was approached by the right-wing Liberty Korea Party to promote its candidates' campaigns in 2018. They wanted Whoa. to use the song. Uh, Only <laughs> stated that the song was in public domain, but Smart Study sued, claiming copyright infringement. So now there's actually a copyright case in South Korea looking to give a copyright decision based on the similarities between the two versions. Oh I will say... Smart Study has capitalized on the video's success with clothing, bedding, mm -hmm, toys, mm -hmm. fi uh, fishing tackle, uh, a sure. breakfast cereal described as Fruit Loops with Marshmallows, mm. a children's TV show, and a 75-minute stage musical that debuted in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Wow. Ooh, uh, is, are all the songs just Baby Shark? I mean, that sucks. <laughs> That's honestly, if you, if you go to Pink Fung's channel and you look at their other uploads they basically are all versions of that there's another yeah. one that has little cars and <laughs> yes lauren you're uh, grimacing but that was gonna be your birthday present this year <laughs> we were gonna go down to south carolina <laughs> we're <laughs> sorry i'm sorry to spoil the surprise there um Two other notable uses of the song, Washington Nationals outfielder Gerardo Parra used the song as his walk-up song during the second half of the 2019 Major League Baseball season. It became a crowd favorite <laughs> with fans singing and dancing along with the season. And what is definitely a complete coincidence, the Nationals saw a turnaround in their performance during that season. They had started with a 19-31 record, but finished with a 93-69 record and nice went song. on to win the 2019 World Series. All because of Baby Shark. All because of Baby Shark, yes. And then, also notable, in October 2020, three guards in an Oklahoma County jail were charged with counts of misdemeanor cruelty for forcing inmates to listen to the song on a loop at loud volumes <laughs> for extended periods of time. Oh, my God, that's terrible. <laughs> that's cruel. Yeah, in their that's defense, yes. they were former preschool teachers, and this is all that they knew. How to <laughs> it's the only thing, that they, only thing that they knew. Yep. So... We're at YouTube of today. YouTube is currently the second most visited website on the internet after Google itself. 43% of the online global population use YouTube monthly. 500 hours of video are uploaded every minute. Uh, YouTube has 2 billion active users, making it the second most used social media after Facebook. The country with the most users is India, with 225 mm. million users. Yeah. Uh, the United States has 197 million users, which represents 73% of the entire U.S. population. 95% of U.S. adults 18 to 29 use YouTube regularly. 91% wow. of 30 to 49-year-olds, 83% of 50 to 64-year-olds, and 49% of 65 and older. 
I mentioned earlier that Google paid $1.65 billion to purchase YouTube. Today, they earn three times that in <gasps> ad revenue every quarter. Oh, oh my God. God. Yes. That is too much. I'm sorry. At some point, you just have, there's too much, use too much money. What are you going to do with that? Nothing. You can't do anything with it. It might know. as well be dirt as far as it's concerned. Like, oh you can't gosh. spend it all. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, two, two recent changes of YouTube of note. Uh, in July 2021, YouTube released YouTube Shorts as a competitor for TikTok mm -hmm. and an alternative for countries like India, which actually banned TikTok in 2020. Oh. Similar to TikTok, users could create 15 to 60 second videos and add licensed music to videos, as well as captions and other features. YouTube actually created a Shorts fund to directly pay uh, successful YouTube Shorts creators, sometimes as much as $10,000 per month. Wow. And as of January 2022, videos created in YouTube Shorts feature had accumulated 5 trillion views. Oh my in god. Total. Trillion I've with never even heard of this. <laughs> I keep yes. accidentally clicking on it in my YouTube app at night when I, you know, go to sleep to watch Trixie Mattel put on makeup. <laughs> Because they start immediately, like you click on the little tab, and it's just like um, the first short comes up, and it's always like something loud. Yeah. Um, so I, because it annoys me, I just assume no one's using it. I'm just like everyone hates this because I hate it, but apparently I am very hmm. wrong. I am in the minority. And the other notable change to YouTube uh, in November of 2021, YouTube announced that videos would no longer publicly display a dislike counter. Uh, mm. The dislike button, the thumbs down button, is still available, but dislike counts are only visible to the owner of the video. The state, the stated rationale was that users would often use, uh, they would use the dislike feature as a form of cyberbullying and mm. harassment. Mm -hmm. um, users would band together to drive up the number of dislikes on creators' videos. But critics, including YouTube co-founder Jawad Karim, have suggested that the move was really more to appease advertisers right. who didn't want ads to appear before massively disliked videos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And in an update to Jawad Karim's original Me at the Zoo video, uh, he stated the, the following. Quote, the ability to easily and quickly identify bad content is an essential feature of a user-generated content platform. Why? Because not all user-generated content is good. The idea was never that all content is good. The idea was, however, that among the flood of content, there are great creations waiting to be exposed. And for that to happen, the stuff that's not great has to fall by the side as quickly as possible. The process works, and there's a name for it, the wisdom of the crowds. The process breaks when the platform interferes with it. Then the platform invariably declines. Does YouTube want to become a place where everything is mediocre? Because nothing can be great if nothing is bad. Exactly. Damn. That's so wise. Yes. That's so true. And that's um, from a from a professional standpoint. I'm an archivist, and mm -hmm. I have to explain on a regular basis how much data storage costs and how much work goes into working with audiovisual materials and everything. And people kind of still don't understand that from a professional standpoint because of things like YouTube where they're like, well, yeah, it, I mean, people digitize stuff and put on YouTube all the time. Like you can just do that. And it's like, that's not how like digital preservation works. works. So um, yeah. YouTube has both 
negatively impacted my workload. But on a on a fun note, I like when people put like tutorials on YouTube. Like here's how oh, yeah, to they're great. here's how to change a you know light fixture, and here's how to you know refinish your floor and stuff like that. And that's things like that have been very useful to me. Oh yeah, yeah. You can find a tutorial about pretty much anything. Literally you anything might need to do. Yeah on youtube i like that yeah. i like that as its purpose as like yes. we're sure, sharing absolutely. information we're sharing knowledge great here's a fun music video i i mean yeah here's yeah. a fun cat video yeah. here's great. a fun yeah. video of a kid sticking his finger in his brother's <laughs> mouth <laughs> here's exactly. a funny video of a guy dancing yeah. yeah yeah it doesn't have to be the simplicity of it yeah it doesn't have to be mean and tough out there no God, exactly. <laughs> Get it together. Come on. Yeah, right? You used to be cool. <laughs> but that is it. Oh I, that my is my gosh. history of YouTube. From that elephants was, to baby sharks. That's awesome. That was so good. I learned, I there were so many things that I was like, oh yeah, that. And other things I was like, that has never crossed my oh, path yeah, in all that. of this time. I wrote 2006, you Time underline 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 like what? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize. Uh, yeah, I didn't so realize how long ago, ago that was. Oh, Some of these things were feel... so long ago, Lauren. <laughs> Kingdom Solace. Don't remind 10 me. Years ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, anyway, wait. Snap out of it. We're professionals. Yep. 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 So Ben, I thank you so much. Thank that was so you. Great. This sure. was so great. This was so great. And I heard that you have, you also generously provided us with a quiz. I, I do. Yes, I did. Ooh. Yes. Uh, I mentioned earlier that uh, there's quite a few people whose main source of income is uh, professional YouTube content creators, uh, otherwise known as YouTubers. And so my quiz is entitled, YouTubers That You Goobers Should Know. Question number one. As of this recording, the most subscribed channel on YouTube is that of T-Series, an Indian record company. They took that title from Felix Shelberg, who famously feuded with T-Series over the top spot and whose fans showed their support by hacking vulnerable printers, staging parades, and flying airplane banners over major cities. By what name is Shelberg better known? Question number two. Many of the most subscribed channels are geared towards children, including one featuring what pair of brothers currently aged 9 and 6. They have a namesake line of toys available at Walmart and Target stores and are reported to earn more than $300,000 per video. Question number three. Among the earliest top subscribed channels on YouTube was that of a teenage girl named Bree, whose initial vlog took a wild turn as she discussed connections to a dangerous cult called The Order. Eventually revealed as an elaborate fictional series, what was the name of this peerless channel? Question number four. Speaking of vlogs, the Vlog Brothers channel started in 2007 as a daily exchange of video blogs between what pair of brothers? The two went on to create and host the Crash Course series of YouTube channels, and the older of the two has had two novels, The Fault in Our Stars and Paper Towns, turned into major motion pictures. Question number five. YouTuber Liza Koshi began her career on Vine and has since won four Streamy Awards, four Teen Choice Awards, and a Kids Choice Award for her comedic skits. 
She has also appeared on MTV's Total Request Live, Netflix's dance comedy film Work It, and the 2018-2019 reboot of what Nickelodeon game show? Question number six. In January 2022, Forbes magazine released a list of YouTube's highest earners. The top person on the list, with a 2021 earnings of $54 million, is known for his philanthropy and his absurd high payout challenge videos. His real name is Jimmy Donaldson, but he goes by what other name that only a beauty could love? Question number seven. Eugene Lee Yang has become an outspoken advocate for the LGBTQ and Asian American communities with his YouTube documentary, We Need to Talk About Anti-Asian Hate, earning recognition and praise from the YouTube corporation itself. Eugene got his start with, and still regularly appears as a part of, what quartet of effort-taking gentlemen? Question number eight. Initially posting on YouTube under the pseudonym Superwoman, Lily Singh went on to become the first openly bisexual person, as well as the first person of Indian and South Asian descent, to host a broadcast major network late night talk show with What NBC Show, which replaced Last Call with Carson Daly for two seasons. Question number nine. Tyler Tony, twins Corey and Kobe Cotton, Garrett Hilbert, and Cody Jones make up what American sports and comedy group whose trick shot videos and sports star collaborations have made them the second most subscribed sports channel on YouTube? And question number 10. What Dutch YouTuber, known for her makeup instructional videos, became the first transgender host of the Eurovision Song Contest when she co-hosted in 2021 with Chantal Janssen, Edzilia Rombly, and Jan Smeet? We'll give you a minute to think about this, and then Ben will be back with our answers. I fall apart when you say hello in the beginning of your video. So nice of you to come by my place on your trip through this whole cyberspace. that this is crazy so i just keep it to myself tell me who can i tell i got a crush on a youtube star it's a little bit much cause everybody knows who you are i got a crush on a youtube star get far but I got a crush on a YouTube star I knew like two of those oh good so I Julia I'm say, hoping until we got to number 10 I was like have we ever gone over on a guest quiz <laughs> yikes okay oh boy no we'll we'll figure this, this out is, Julia and I okay. this I is great this is all really good stuff this is all really yeah. good stuff Ben this is I great stuff we should that, know yeah, a lot of these are Definitely YouTubers that, that you Googers should know, 100%. Yes, yes. And man, can I tell you, the, what a what a math teacher named quiz. <laughs> and I say that with love. I say that with love, honestly. I was very proud of myself for that one, honestly. <laughs> All right, lay it on us. Let's, we're going to try. All right. 
Question number one, as of this recording, the most subscribed channel on YouTube is that of T-Series, an Indian record company. They took that title from Felix Shelberg, who famously feuded with T-Series over the top spot and whose fans showed their support by hacking vulnerable printers, staging parades, and flying airplane banners over major cities. By what name is Shelberg better known? Oh my gosh! I have no idea. I the have only no idea. So the only person I can think of that has like rabid fans on YouTube is PewDiePie. PewDiePie, I think that's what he's called. But he's like a racist. So, <laughs> so there's that. Um, but I, I mean, I, he's like a gaming YouTuber. I mean, I don't know if that has anything to do with anything. Lauren, that's a name. I think we should take your answer. <laughs> okay, yeah. So our guess is PewDiePie. It is PewDiePie. Yeah! <gasps> yeah! Oh my god, yeah. Yes, PewDiePie has definitely had some controversy mm -hmm. uh, in, in his history. Um, he is a Swedish YouTuber originally known for his gaming videos. And uh, he and T-Series really kind of battled it out in 2019. I think at this point, he's the third most subscribed channel. Yeah. Uh, fourth. Fourth mm -hmm. most subscribed. Mm -hmm. All right. Question number two. Many of the most subscribed channels are geared towards children, including one featuring what pair of brothers currently age nine and six. They have a namesake line of toys available at Walmart and Target stores and are reported to earn more than $300,000 per video. I only know one in the names, and it's Ryan. I don't know the brother. I don't know another brother. Yeah, they do like toy videos and unboxing mm -hmm. videos, and um, apparently, yeah. like kids like go nuts for it. And people are always like, "This these kids are going to be fucked up," like <laughs> because their whole lives have been on you know like international YouTube. But um, yeah. yeah, I don't. I want have the a half point on this. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's actually a different channel. They're, they're oh. very similar vibes. Sorry. This is Vlad and Nikki. Vlad and Nikki. Vlad. Yeah, Vlad and oh, Nikki. Wow. Uh, Vashkatov, uh, originally from Russia, but now living in the United States. Uh, they and their brother, their siblings and their parents, they make lots and lots of videos and lots and lots of money uh, mm. per video. Well, good for them. Yes. <laughs> Get yours, Vlad and Nikki. That's right. All right, question number three. Among the earliest top subscribed channels on YouTube was that of a teenage girl named Brie, whose initial vlog took a wild turn as she discussed connections to a dangerous cult called The Order. Eventually revealed as an elaborate fictional series, what was the name of this peerless channel? I know this one, Lauren. Oh, oh, good. This I remember following it, but not on YouTube, just like through like long form articles. And now I hope it doesn't have like some numbers after it or whatever, but it's Lonely Girl. Uh, I'll give that to you. It's Lonely Girl 15. Lonely ah, okay. Girl 15. So it does have a number after it, okay. but yeah, Lonely Girl 15. That it wasn't uh, like little X, big X, tilde. <laughs> yeah. Asterisk. 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 <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. Uh, so the titular Lonely Girl, Brie, was played by 19-year-old New Zealand actress Jessica Rose. Uh, it was initially presented as though it was authentic, but users eventually kind of realized that things were definitely weird with it and kind of mm. clued in onto its fictional nature, and they created kind of a very intricate story universe afterwards. Yeah. It's actually pretty cool, pretty cool setup, what they have. Yeah, it was, it was very clever. I remember being impressed by it. Yeah. 
All right, question number four. Speaking of vlogs, the Vlog Brothers channel started in 2007 as a daily exchange of video blogs between what pair of brothers? The two went on to create and host the Crash Course series of YouTube channels, and the older of the two has had two novels, The Fault in Our Stars and Paper Towns, turned into major motion pictures. I know this one. You Good, good, good. Okay, so this is Hank and John Green. Is this yes. the Green Brothers? Yes. It is the Green Brothers. Yep, Hank and John Green. Uh, John Green being the author who's had uh, books made into movies. And I think, like, just today I found out that he has a third one. But uh, I'm trying to look it up again. Yeah. Is it yeah. Turtles? Is it Turtles All the Way Down? Turtles All the Way Down. Turtles All the Way Down. Turtles All the Way Down. Good job, Jewel. Yep. Yeah, I remember teens love these brothers. These, you know, <laughs> these vlog brothers, these vlog brothers. But like they're these, you know, they're a couple of family men so in their old. late 30s. We sound like we should be <laughs> sitting on the lanai in our moo-moos. Like, like have you heard these of these vlog, vlog Have you heard of these vlog brothers? <laughs> well, I mean, they're our age, though. I'm pretty sure yes. like they're in like their 30s, like mid to late 30s. A little older, actually. Like, they're both in they? their early 40s at this point. Oh, thank okay. God. <laughs> So, you know, significantly older than the two of you. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Yes. 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 Did we tell you you were our favorite guest yet? Uh, no, no. But I, I look forward to hearing that again Fave soon, guest. I hope. Yes. <laughs> All right, question number five. YouTuber Liza Koshy began her career on Vine and has since won four Streamy Awards, four Teen Choice Awards, and a Kids' Choice Award for her comedic skits. She has also appeared on MTV's Total Request Live, Netflix's dance comedy film Work It, and is the host of the 2018-2019 reboot of what Nickelodeon game show? I know this one. I, I have no idea, so take it, Joel. It's Double Dare. It is Double Dare. Nice. Yep. Originally hosted by Mark Summers. Uh, YouTube kind of had a little bit, or not YouTube, Nickelodeon, had a little bit of a nostalgia renaissance with a lot of their shows, and they rebooted... Uh, Double Dare for a couple of years. Koshi actually did get nominated for a Daytime Emmy for her hosting wow. job of that. Um, yeah, her videos are a lot of fun, but you can, it's the type of energy that you can get tired of real quick. <laughs> so, like, you can maybe watch one or two and then you're like, all right, I gotta stop right. for a little bit and <laughs> yeah. come back to this. I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, question number six. In January 2022, Forbes magazine released a list of YouTube's highest earners. The top person on the list with a 2021 earnings of $54 million is known for his philanthropy and his absurd high payout challenge videos. His real name is Jimmy, D- Jimmy Donaldson, but he goes by what other name that only a beauty could love? <gasps> oh, do you know? Because I don't know. All right. I know. I have to, I have to show that... Um... That engineer Josh is next to me eating a ha- like making the motion that he's eating a hamburger. So that clued me in. Oh, this okay. is Mr. Beast. It is Mr. Beast. Mr. Okay, Beast. So Mr. Mr. Beast. He also, I think, has like a Twitch channel or something too. Mm-hmm. But he went on to do like one of those like ghost kitchens during the pandemic. And we at one point were like on the hunt for Mr. Beast Burger, like in this household. And <laughs> And got it. And uh, verdict. Eh. No, it's it's just a burger. It's just like a regular ass burger. Yeah, it was a burger. But yeah, 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 yeah. He also has his Feastables, which are uh, a a brand of chocolate bars. 
Oh. <laughs> Which okay. I was like, is it again. a mukbang channel? Like, is he does he just like eat? No, he's a gamer. Again, oh, okay. <laughs> but but also like he has done a lot of uh, a lot of fundraising videos for uh, trees and for oceans. Actually, oh he, wow, good his for him. Team Trees video uh, that was a partnership uh, with him and another YouTuber by the name of Mark Rober. Uh, they raised, I think, more than $20 million wow. for uh, tree planting and tree forest revitalization, that sort of thing. Wow, good for him. All right, question number seven. Eugene Lee Yang has become an outspoken advocate for the LGBTQ plus and Asian American communities with his YouTube documentary, We Need to Talk About Anti-Asian Hate, earning recognition and praise from the YouTube corporation itself. Eugene got to start with and still regularly appears as a part of what quartet of effort-taking gentlemen? I know this one. Good. Uh, thank you for that excellent clue, by the way, because I would not have gotten that. These are the Try Guys. It is oh. the Try Guys. Yes. Yeah. Very well done. <laughs> uh, so the other three Try Guys are Keith Habersberger, Ned Fulmer, and Zach Kornfeld. Uh, they started with BuzzFeed and eventually um. went independent. Uh, Eugene is uh, an out, uh, out gay gentleman. Um, his I'm Gay music video uh, is, I think, one of his most popular videos. I'm trying to look up what the what the viewership count on it. I think it's more than 100 million views at this oh, point. Okay. Wow. Um, no, 20 million views. I was off oh, by wow. a little bit of a little bit of an order of magnitude there. Mm -hmm. Still right. pretty good. Still very good. Yes. Question number eight. Initially posting on YouTube under the pseudonym Superwoman, Lily Singh went on to become the first openly bisexual person, as well as the first person of Indian and South Asian descent to hold a broad to host a broadcast major network late night talk show with what NBC show, which replaced Last Call with Carson Daly for two seasons. You're the only one of us that is awake that late, Lauren. I'm I'm I, no. <laughs> First of all, I don't have broadcast TV. I, I have a vague recollection of this being like having like maybe a like a like a gentle Winky. double entendre kind of name. The only thing I think of is like up late with Lily Singh or all night with Lily Singh or something something like that. But I, I couldn't nail it down. Yeah. It's yeah. very close. Like um, uh, in bed with Lily Singh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, up all night up with all Lily night. Singh. Um, yeah. Oh, man. Darkest evening with Lily like, Singh. <laughs> shh, shh, it's dark with Lily Singh. <laughs> shh, shh, go to bed with Lily Singh. Oh, maybe it's Why go to bed. Why are you up still with Lily Singh? <laughs> go to fucking you bed with Lily Singh. You have to go to work Singh. in the morning with Lily Singh. <laughs> what this is, is, what is, is any of a, those? A little late with Lily Singh. Ah, a little, a little late, late with Lily Singh. Yep. Mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's on the right track. We were on the right track with like the little like winking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in contrast to other late night talk shows, uh, she tried to, she largely avoided topical content and focused on more of her own personal experiences and skits and such, and a lot of uh, help videos as well. Mm -hmm. All right. Question number nine Tyler Tony, twins. Question number nine Tyler Tony. Twins, Corey and Kobe Cotton, Garrett Hilbert, and Cody Jones make up what American sports and comedy group whose trick shot videos and sports star collaborations have made them the second most subscribed sports channel on YouTube? I 
could not tell you, no. to be honest. No, you've already said like three names, Lauren, Corby that we've given and his answers that like between PewDiePie and Try Guys, I was like, that's the only other names I know that I would have thrown out there as a guest. So I don't know. Corby and Cody Cotton, huh? That's, that's right. Uh, Corey and Kobe. Corey and Kobe Cotton. Corey and Kobe. And then there's mm. also Cody Jones. That's too which, many. That's yeah. too many. Yeah, I don't know. What is it? This is Dude Perfect. Ah, dude, okay, dude I have perfect. heard of Dude Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, their trick shot videos are probably one of their most uh, biggest claim to fame is where they just do a series of trick shots with like doing water bottle flipping <laughs> or mm-hmm. the ping pong ball guys. shots or... They'll get somebody, they had a video with uh, a, a, pro, a proficient Frisbee flower who would kind of do trick shots with, with Frisbees. Yeah. So they're very high energy as well. Uh, mm. they, they, like, they like to say, let's go a lot. <laughs> let's go. That's one thing I've noticed. Yeah. One thing I've noticed about them. <laughs> All right. And question number 10, what Dutch YouTuber known for her makeup instructional videos became the first transgender host of the Eurovision Song Contest when she co-hosted in 2021 with Chantal Janssen, Edcilia Rombly, and Jan Smeet? Take it home, Lauren. Uh, this is Nikki Tutorials, and I'm pretty sure in our Eurovision episode last year, I waxed poetic <laughs> about how gorgeous she looked. You did. And how good of a job she did at hosting Eurovision. I'm just saying... Nikki Tutorials. Yep. Nikki Tutorials. Uh, Nikki de Jaeger, um, I think is uh, her her real name. And yeah, she went to the Met Gala, uh, the mm-hmm. most recent Met Gala, I think, with Eugene Yuli Yang. Actually, a couple oh. of YouTubers were, were there. Uh, and yeah, just a really great video. I liked especially of hers. She did one where she only made up half of her face. Mm-hmm. The power and of think, makeup. Yeah. Yes. That's a very popular one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it. so you did very well. You were very worried about we were very worried. About, about zeroing this quiz, but you got almost all of them, I we think. We were very yeah, worried. I think we got seven out of ten, which is a pretty good. Yeah, for the math for the math class here, I think that's seventy percent. Yeah. Very good. Yay. Very good. That's a solid passing grade. Woo! Yeah, I'll pass. Absolutely. I'll pass your class. Woo. Now now Ben, didn't you tell yeah. us um that there's something that you do with your students on Tuesdays? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Uh I like to share YouTube videos that I come across that I think are interesting. Sometimes my students will share a video with me that they want to show. Uh, and I always show these in class on Tuesdays, or as I call them, YouTube's days. It's perfect. <laughs> It's just so good. Oh yeah. I mean it's great. It's it's great math humor. It's great teacher humor. And that's why the title of this episode is YouTube's Days. Honestly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But that's a fun way to like engage the students and yeah. you know, keep it Absolutely. fresh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and when I like, do my when I do my course evaluations at the end of the year and I ask them like, what were the things that you liked about the class? It's mostly YouTube's day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They weren't like learning long division. <laughs> yeah. No, not so only, much. Only nerds say that to suck up to the teacher. <laughs> oh, my well, gosh. Thank you so much, Ben. This was thank so great. You. Great quiz. Great topic. Thank you so much. So um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, Ooh, it was great. Yeah, thank you for coming on the show. We're more than happy to have you on. I mean, you've been <laughs> fantastic. We're more than happy yes. to have had more you. More than happy. Yes. Smash that um, like button, y'all. Yep. Smash that yep. like button. Make sure to like and subscribe. Yeah. Comment below <laughs> like the video subscribe. with what you think. 
Yeah. Got to exactly. drive that algorithm. Tell us below. <laughs> Tell us below. Um, yep. So thank you everybody for listening and uh, we will catch you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.